It's Coach Melissa from T3 Transition to Tech. Transition to Tech provides educational resources and guidance for women looking to pivot into tech industry roles by leveraging their past experience so that they're starting from experience, not from scratch. In my last episode, I spoke about some tips on how to navigate the corporate office for those of you who have never, ever worked in a corporate office. So if that's you, be sure to check it out. For today's episode, since it's October, I decided to speak about a very scary topic, a paralyzing syndrome that affects many women called imposter syndrome. So, what is imposter syndrome? No, it's not a tortellini posing as a fettuccine. (laughs) I'll show myself out. Imposter syndrome, defined per the interwebs, is a psychological occurrence in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Does this sound familiar to any of you? Have any of you ever been presented an amazing opportunity and the first thought that came to mind was, oh my God, I don't deserve this. Or maybe you've came across a job description and thought, I'm not ready for this role. Or even gotten the role you applied for and have a feeling of doubt thinking, I hope no one notices all the things I don't know yet. All of these are self-inflicted doubts. They fall under imposter syndrome. But there are some similar feelings that are disguised as imposter syndrome, but are really tied to toxic company culture. Let's do a quick exercise. Close your eyes. Imagine that you've just been offered the job that you were targeting in, say, your five-year career plan. It's your first day, and you're getting ready to meet the rest of the team you'll be working with. And you think, gosh, I hope I don't make a fool out of myself and they see all the things I don't know. Is that imposter syndrome or toxic culture? It's imposter syndrome because you didn't even give yourself a chance to get in the room. You're not giving yourself credit for the work you've done to even get the offer. And no one has even made you feel a certain way about your contributions, past, present, or to come. Now, let's take that same scenario, but this time you get into the room with the rest of the team, in person or in Zoom, doesn't matter. And all of you are brainstorming solutions to a problem. After you share your thoughts on the problem, a colleague looks at you and says, that doesn't even make sense. If you have enough experience, you would have not forgotten to take X into consideration. Your manager and the rest of the team get up and say, let's get some coffee and figure this out ourselves, leaving you in the room alone. Imposter syndrome or toxic culture? Definitely toxic culture. This person made you feel that your ideas were not worthy and insulted your experience. Unfortunately, many confuse these two problems and many women are quick to take the blame and say imposter syndrome. This was not self-inflicted doubt. This was inappropriate behavior from a few teammates, including a manager who supported this behavior, and therefore it can be fairly labeled as a toxic culture. As long as this behavior goes on and no one addresses it, yes, it's attributed to a toxic 
culture as a whole. Sorry. So acknowledging that there are things we can and cannot control, I'll start with the first thing, a poor and toxic company culture. Usually when a team is rotten at its core and discriminates against certain people, let's say women, it can take a lot of strength to overcome this. Here is just one tip, and in my opinion, the most important in these situations. One, practice self-awareness. Listen more than when you speak. It's easy to be reactive to comments and people, but remember that people treat other people as a direct reflection of how they feel about themselves. They could be unhappy, or they could just be intimidated by you. It is not anything that you've done. If the situation is imposter syndrome, then there are things you can control. Here are some tips to overcoming imposter syndrome. One, accept. The only thing we can control is ourselves. Acknowledging this can help us step back and analyze the situation. It's okay to have feelings, but once you learn to separate feelings from reality, you can gain control and compartmentalize thoughts from reality. Two, reflect. This is where you take time to remind yourself of who you really are. Your self-worth should not be tied to your role or your employer, just like it should not be tied to any other person in your life but you. This is a big problem, and many do not realize this until an employer lays them off and they are left wondering what they can possibly have to offer this world. Tip. Read your resume of accomplishments and ask your loved ones what they value most about you and see if those things are the things you love about yourself. It's always eye-opening to see the qualities that others see in you, even if you fail to recognize it yourself. Third tip is share. Navigating career in life can be stressful and trying to go it alone will leave you spinning. Audit your circle and be sure to surround yourself with others who celebrate your successes and have goals in life. Tip, when sharing your challenges and looking for advice, keep in mind it's best that you turn to people who are able to offer non-biased opinions. These people can be trusted friends, mentors, or even career coaches. I hope you found this topic helpful and are able to recognize the difference between both toxic environments, and imposter syndrome, as well as being able to leverage the techniques shared with you here. So, if you're a woman or identify as a woman and are looking to pivot your past work experience into a technology industry role, then please reach out to me for a free discovery session at melissamalpica.com and to read more about me and my own journey into tech. Thanks for listening. Till next time. Mm-hmm.